0: Hello. Good evening. Welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mix podcast. My name is John Chigo. Glad to have you with us this evening as we are live on our YouTube. And of course, glad to have you listening to us if you subscribe to our podcast on on the on the variety of places where you can listen to our podcast. We appreciate you subscribing and downloading to this particular show. Got a lot to get to tonight. Uh, Joining me, as always, is uh, Joel Aceves in uh, Irvine, California. I am on the banks of Lake Travis in Lago Vista, Texas. And uh, let's get right to it, Joel. Joel, we just saw Copa América, a game that I'm sure every Brazilian, after the last two editions of the Copa, seeing Brazil go to penalties in the quarterfinals against Paraguay, and having... Both of those not work out in their favor happens again tonight. This is the Brazils at home. They haven't, frankly, won much of anything over the past uh, ten years or so. They're, 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 you know, for 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 Brazil, they're kind of in a dry spell, and they go to penalties again tonight against 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 Paraguay against the 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 just. The, the most stoic, pragmatic teams in, in, in South America have been for years. Joel, what happened tonight? First of all, thank you for joining us. What Always happened? a pleasure, Jon. What has been happening in Brazil leading up to this moment?
1: Oh, man. I just know there's been the pressure has been mounting on the team to, to do well. Uh, when Tite first took over, You know, in the build up to the Russia World Cup, he could do no wrong. Now he's, now he seems to have lost, lost half of the, the Brazilian fan base. You know, they want, they want, basically, they want him to win the cup. You know, anything, anything other than that is going to be seen as a fracasso. And obviously, what happened in, um, when they hosted the World Cup, still weighing heavily on them, you know. Even Copa America might not be too that scale, but they're trying to reassert that dominance. Sure. Uh, and and Paraguay, man, no, no surprises there, man. They've always been defensively a very solid, a very solid side, which was why Mexico's win under Hugo and Paraguay under Tata. <laughs> was pretty monumental because Mexico took him to the cleaners. Um, yeah.
0: They did it that well. I, I think that, you know, at least in that particular game, I think that, that severely underestimated Mexico's abilities uh, as far as the tactical move that he made that it just ended up just completely, and Mexico you know, had the good sense to actually score the goals because Mexico's played like that many times and they don't score goals and they lose one nothing. So, you know, you know they they started getting the goals and they kind of Snowball and it worked out for them uh, on a six-year win. Yeah, but you're right, though. I mean, so, you know, you know, you know Paraguay and over the last two Copa Americas themselves, I mean, they, they've knocked off Brazil. Uh, they made it to the final in yeah. 2011, uh, losing to Uruguay uh, there in Argentina. <clears throat> and then the last Copa America down in Chile, uh, they again meet Brazil in the quarterfinals. And again, they, 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 they knock them off in penalty. So it happens again. So the stage is set, Joel, and uh, the, the captain, the Paraguayan captain comes out to take the first penalty kick to set to set the tone for the entire for the entirety of of, of what we're going to see over the next few minutes. Y la falló. La falló Joel. el capitán paraguayo, el capitán guaraní missed it. So uh Brazil makes their next 3 Paraguay makes their next 3 Firmino comes up. So Firmino can 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 put the
1: Wait, 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 young. Before we we can move on to Firmino, um, just an important an important stat and fun fact. We like doing the, these in the cantina. We I was we up love for a our, fun fact? We love our snap of fun facts or our cantina fun facts. Usually, the team the team that goes first, uh, you know, especially if you score, you you're. Uh, the odds, you have greater odds of winning the penalty shootout. Right. So, so you have to go first, and you have to score, and then that that just puts the pressure on the other team. More now, pressure.
0: One thing that that I thought was going to happen, uh, and I thought I was start, uh, actually, it was going to start actually, you. It may start at the next Euro. Was that the uh, the order of the kicks was it wasn't going to be like alternate. It was going to be a snake. So it was going to be like. You know, in the first round, one one goes, then two goes, but in the second oh. round, two goes, then one goes. So so then the, and then then one and two, so it uh, it makes things a little more interesting.
1: Yeah, it and, will definitely change stuff, shake things up a bit.
0: Yeah, because we've already seen uh, var shake things up uh, uh, dramatically. Happened again uh, tonight. In, in the result, obviously we've seen what's happened in the, in the women's World Cup as well. Okay, so so Firmino steps up, so he's he's the fourth kicker. Yes. So so he can, you, you know, you know, put just bad, huge amounts of pressure on Paraguay. Not that they already weren't under anyway, and then he misses. So now they're back to even. And uh, the 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 Paraguayan player comes up and he misses. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing
1: they haven't saved. Yeah, and it's a he miss- had. All- he had already. He did a feint and a sent. Um,
0: yeah, he beat. He Alison beaten, Ali, he, wrong, beaten Alisson, he beat Alisson, he Yeah,
1: right. he, he managed to get him to dive the wrong way, That's and then are. the shot was just off, and then, and then uh, Jesus, Jesus with the save.
0: Little baby Jesus uh, came came to yeah. to Brazil's rescue.
1: Yeah, Gabriel Jesus, who uh, of course Neymar's not around, so he's. Uh, He's one of the players that is that needs to like step up and uh, be one of the figuras. But uh, yeah, uh, we were talking about about the Copa America before the podcast, John, and uh, I have to agree with what you said. Even if it was an under 23 side, Mexico should have had some presence. But we know it's not about about. If it's the B side or the under twenty three side,
0: it's, I, I, I will it's be on the TV. Sure, sure. <laughs> I, uh, I will be honest with you. Uh, I would, because of the fact that I, that I understand and it, with the way that Mexico, you know, where their players play now, there's no. Way, I mean, when they played in Liga MX, they could they could play both tournaments without any problem, and they and they did, because you know, out of their twenty three players, you know, you know, eighteen of them were going to come from Liga MX. Nineteen twenty, so 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 they could you know Liga MX was always going to let them you know let, let them play both you know Raúl Jiménez, I think was the last player uh, when they had uh, two tournaments in the summer he played them both uh, in in twenty thirteen he played the Confed Cup and then he played the uh, and then he played the uh, the Copa America back in twenty thirteen so I mean to me I, I'm okay with sending a U U-Tour. I was so excited about that uh, in, in twenty eleven. When they had Marco Fabian and Jonathan and all those guys, you know, before what happened to them in Ecuador, and then right before uh, the uh, the last uh, their last tune-up game, they won in Ecuador, two zero. They beat Ecuador in, in Quito, you know, it what yeah. we always wanted, and it happened on the same day as Mexico beating the U.S. in the uh, in the gold cup final. So it was like it, like it didn't make you
1: know. Yeah, and, and, and beating beating Ecuador in Quito is no easy task. No, they have that high altitude where even even the grandes, uh, the Brazil yeah, yeah, and Argentina, would know, suffered in, to go up there.
0: For Mexico, playing in Quito is like playing in, in you know, Acapulco. <laughs> no big deal, you know.
1: I, I yeah, remember Guadalajara. Honestly, I remember a South American team. It could have been River Plate, where they had the team doctor had made a concoction right. to help the players counter the effects of the altitude, and it included taking a Viagra. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what else. Probably with a seven up.
0: Well, you know, and, it definitely makes, a, Pico.
1: makes the blood. <laughs> <makes the black laughs> yeah, but I, I still remember that. Uh, but yeah, not not for the Mexican players don't need that. Well, Mexico, league Liga, Mexican players don't need that. Right, Especially so, those those based in uh, Mexico City.
0: So it ends up being a, Japan and, and 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 Qatar that they play this, and and both teams, despite the fact that they didn't advance in the quarterfinals, I, I thought, I thought both teams com- absolutely 100% completed their objectives. Yeah. You know, you know, Qatar said, you know, we're, we're getting ready to host this thing. Maybe. And, <laughs> uh, and we, but, and you know, so they've already, they've already, they're the Asian chance. So they would be, if they were playing the confed cup, they would be in the confed cup. Qatar, Cause they won they won the Asian championship. And, uh, they played, you know, they were they were in a group with uh, who was it? It was it was Argentina and Colombia and uh, help me out, who was the other team?
1: Um, damn, was it Paraguay?
0: It may have been. It may have been. I think it was. I think you're right. I think it was. And and they they held their own very well, very well. I mean, the, the, you know, those are three. Teams that kind of they, they kind of play you know three very different styles and and Qatar did did pretty well again you know against Paraguay I think they should have won they, they, they had a couple of chances to win the game and you know against uh, you know they gave Argentina a, a pretty tough game and they gave uh, Colombia a, a pretty tough game too so they uh, you know for, for Qatar you 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 can't consider anything other than a, that, that being a massive success for them. And, and, and I mean that with all due respect, i mean that you know that shows hey that you know we we can hang with these you know we, we get these guys on our home turf, and I like our chances you can't You can't ask for anything better than that for, for, exactly for, for playing a tournament and and japan sends a u twenty three japan i'm telling you, Joel, I see japan and mexico as, as as very similar as far as their their leagues and 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 the type of players that they have
1: and they both have been coached by el vasco
0: exactly and 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 uh <laughs> So I, I do think that they they have some very they're, they're very similar in, 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 in their style of play, and in how they 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 developed o- over the past. Uh, you, know, you know, Japan maybe, maybe more more of a late bloomer, but you know they're they're, they're... Japan should have beaten Belgium, Hoyland, and in, in the uh, in in Russia, it should have been them playing Brazil, in and how great a game would that have been? <laughs> because Japan wow. was was the team that played played yeah. the prettiest soccer. They played the prettiest soccer in in Russia. I thought Japan did
1: yeah that's, thats yeah that's been a country that's been investing heavily uh with not just with the j league but also bringing in a lot of yeah. former players and and coaches and whatnot to try to help and right. and improve but yeah their youth teams have been doing well right and that they're twenty three at the at the copa america is testament to that
0: Right. Well, they're hosting the Olympics, so that was their Olymp- That's going to be the the, the the asset for their Olympic team.
1: that and it's going to be a. They should, they're going to be, you know, they should be one of the candidates for and, the. Well, 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 yeah. Now you mentioned the Olympics because you said Brazil had not won anything. Oh, they did, uh, you're
0: right. They did win the Golden Medal Olympics. I feel yeah, like. but that's a youth.
1: Yeah, tour. that's a youth tournament. They're not. I mean, it's it was important for them because that was the only. The only trophy missing from their cabinet. It,
0: it was their white whale. Yeah. Poet.
1: And Mexico had taken that away That's from right. them. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, they were missing that. It was this big glaring omission, and they That's finally right. got it. But other than that, um, other than, like, collecting all their badges, yeah, it's not going to mean that much to them as it is for the senior team. To yes, have-
0: Here's the graphic right here on on no llega a una final desde el 2007. So uh, there you have it. Uh, you know, and that was after winning Copa America, what like three or four times in a row, Brazil. So this That's
1: is right. Uh, they were quite dominant. They managed to beat well, Albearsos Argentina.
0: And, and 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 more more impressively, Joel, they beat La Volpes, Mexico.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, oh man, yeah. We were well, we well that team was severely lacking in firepower. Um, yeah.
0: You know, they asked they asked uh, La Volpe after the game. You know what what, what his thoughts were. I So you know, I guess he ended up losing the uh, the chess match that that night. That was uh, that. That honestly, to me, was the beginning of the end for the. For, for uh I know that they had a good confed cup, but you can't lose a uh, you can't lose a, a, a knockout game like that. The way they did. But let's let's not let's not go down that path, Hoy.
1: <laughs> well, well, I mean, that cup that cup did have did have one positive, which was uh, Mexico's first official win over Argentina.
0: That is true. With, uh, with,
1: so, so Mexico can never beat Argentina in an official match.
0: And 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 Joel, if I if I am not mistaken, I think I could I could I could I could uh, for, if people don't know what happened in that game, I could foreshadow what happened in that game just just by doing this.
1: <laughs> Would,
0: that oh, Would that be correct?
1: Yes. Yes
0: because people remember Ramoncito's uh, goal against Brazil in the Copa America which uh, you know it was had it not been for the netty goal it would have been just this you know unbelievable goal uh, that he scored but the goal he scored against Argentina what, I mean oh, it really, it really,
1: really,
0: really <laughs> I mean it really is
1: uh, what a great player what a great player uh, not to not to uh, get off topic but he did he was he did went and visited the, the team about a day or two days ago and rumors started flying that he was going to be the new GM but he was just there to he was just there to level in the mood to give a speech you know to try to inspire the boys but no he's not he's not going to be taking up any any roles.
0: I would have loved to have seen Ramosito play for like a, like a Valencia or something like that
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And he he, he, could have, he
0: could have easily. There's no question. You know, people just didn't, you know, like his size, but I mean again, there's been so many little guys in soccer that you know, Messi, Messi
1: what 5'6", five, 5'7", five, he's not that big. Yeah. So. And neither were the the your two favorite midfielders, John.
0: That's right. That's right. Xavi and yes, they were both under 5 feet. They were they were four. Yeah.
1: And yeah. They
0: were both very small. They were both very small. Anyway, all right. So so Brazil ends up getting the penalty. Uh, Gabriel Jesus scores, and um, they are advancing uh, I mean, the semifinal in their own tournament. In Japan, Hoel and this and that, U twenty three. They they started off poorly. They they had, a, they had a bad loss, but they went from you know the Menosamas, which is again, you, you couldn't ask. They ended up not qualifying, but you know they gave uh, in the third match they gave Uruguay a, a rough one. I mean they went up. I think they went up two zero. They they ended up they ended up. Uh,
1: yeah, and, and Uruguay is one of the candidates to win this. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And I think uh, I think they, they, they tied. They they second, so they I think they went they went lost tie and then tie. But uh yeah, they they I think they had like a 4-0 loss or something. So it ended up uh
1: yeah, And it goes to what you say about about these teams that that uh you know, even when they have bad matches, they find a way to win. Right. And that's yeah, that just shows uh la pasta they call it. pasta right. de campeón.
0: I had uh Basta de farfali uh, about about a week ago it was, uh, it, was it was very good. Do uh, a little uh, beef and pork in the in in the gravy, Joel. I, oh damn! I, I, I highly I highly recommend it. So uh, so so the point is, Joel, though is is it if, if Qatar can send a you know their team in Japan's into U twenty three just to see you know to you know give them the full to me it was it it was a no brainer for you know, for for Mexico to, to to be a you know, I mean I think even Cornabola said is is like if you guys want to play, you guys will always be a guest. You know, you you know, if you want to do it, you're gonna always have a spot. I'm pretty sure that's the that's the uh the the, the policy when it comes to Mexico playing in Copa América. And and for them not to I mean e- even in the last one, uh, when they played uh in Chile, when they sent you know the you know, the when uh Piojo coached it and, and and sent an alternative what are you doing? You know, if you're going to send an alternate team at the very least, why don't you send all your naturalizados and then, and then and let them represent Mexico in the one place where it would just, where, where they would be like swell the most with pride is to play is to play in, 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 in South America. I would have loved that, honestly. I think that would have been great. If there's a team of nothing but naturalizados playing in, the, in the Copa America, you know, like Chaco and, you know, La Chilindina, all, all those guys, just put them, put them together on one team and say, let's, you know, go see what you can do. No and, and you know for them it means that much more. Yeah, exactly. You know so you uh, either do that or, or send the U twenty three, but but don't just send a bunch of randos
1: that are never I mean <laughs> seriously. Well I mean I mean uh, we know why they send the randoms. You have to promote some of the League IMX players and Monterrey could be like, Look, we have this guy and uh we need to give him a push, put him in the selección, you know. Right and that. And that's why you and that's that's one of the reasons why when uh, Tuca was doing the interim coaching, this this you know, a uh, few months back, big reason why we saw Pulido, you know, really didn't deserve to get a call up. He hadn't done anything. Right. Uh, and uh, but but going could be like, you know, we need we we need this guy, you know, to to try to sell some tickets, man. We need to we need to sell his image to the fans that he's, he's at least a seleccionado. And that's, that's a big reason, but, but no, I agree with you. Some of these naturalizados, man, to them, it would be like, it would just mean so much. Cause they're not only are they trying to prove themselves right. to the, to their host country. Um, uh, but they want to like also show up, you know, and be like, look what you missed out on type of thing. And we did see, uh, also Polar, because he was one of the players called up by Piojo, and he, he was playing his heart out, even though he was already past his prime. But he, he even got to score like what was it, two or three goals.
0: Uh, you talking about Voso?
1: Yes, El Oso yeah, he, Polar.
0: Yeah, he, yeah, he uh, he scored two goals in the Chile game, like that Chile game where they tied three three in Chile against Chile in the Copa America, they tied three three. Yeah, was I was
1: upset. He even scored in that game too. I was upset. I don't know if it was Univision or Telemundo that was broadcasting, but
0: it was they missed
1: out on the on the and it's also polar dance, you know.
0: Oh yeah, well that's yeah that was. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's the world feed. I mean, don't think that 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 you have the, their own cameras there. So yeah, they probably didn't know. They probably because they didn't know who he was,
1: you know. I know that was what His his big thing was his little dance.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know he uh, honestly, uh, and you know for people that uh, love to complain about uh, naturalizados, his goal kept Mexico alive yeah, for South Africa. Because if they don't score that goal, they don't make it even to the hex. So Matias Voso is the the unsung hero of the 2010 World Cup World Cup campaign for Mexico. All right, so, so we have Copa America. Uh, they have a couple. They have another semi-final tomorrow, I believe. It's Argentina, Venezuela, and then they have two more on uh, on Saturday. Uh, Uruguay plays Peru, and uh, it'll be Colombia against.
1: Oh, we have we have a guest.
0: <laughs> it'll be Colombia against. Uh, who's the other? Who's the other team? Chile chile thank you rigo yala joins us. now rigo we were uh, we were we were reminiscing to, uh, just a little while ago talking about uh, the the 2004 copa america where were oh. mexico uh, ended very badly but but started very well and 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 if you remember rigo i think that if i just played this you would i think you remember what happened Guadala, is that was that the the
2: free kick from yes. Ramosito? Yes, yes, it was. When, when they beat
0: Brazil? No, no, when they beat Argentina. In in the
2: opening match
0: in two thousand four, yeah.
2: I don't. I'm no acuerdo muy bien. Two thousand four was a I was in college. It was a it was a rough time. It was
0: just, <laughs> Rough to rough to keep up with 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 current Everything
1: was hazy. Yeah, too much drink and smoke. You know,
0: honestly, I think I don't think it was the first one. I think it was their second game because I think they played Uruguay first. But no, it was it was it I mean it was from what like thirty five yards out. Hoid.
2: Yeah, they played Uruguay first in time
0: two I do not remember the length. Yeah, but it was it was it was it was it was it was a bomb, and it was the first first time they've ever beaten Argentina in a. In any tournament,
2: but just with their luck, they get Brazil in the next round.
0: <laughs> right, they, yeah, yeah. Mexico
2: has the worst luck whenever they finish first
0: in groups. Yeah, the the Cruces are not uh, are not the kindest. Uh. So Rigo, you, uh, you, uh, you you have a little a uh, 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 Paraguayan connection. Were you, were you watching uh, to, to for Paraguay to win or to lose?
2: To win, to win. First of all, of all the South American teams, I hate Brazil. Most. I don't know why. I just hate them. So I was, I mean, and then my, my daughter's half Paraguayan. So, right. Uh, we were watching the game, and I mean, I thought Paraguay, that's what I figured they were going to do. They were going to bunker down, and, and
0: it's and, who they you are. Know, it's what they do.
2: Yeah. And, uh, see if they could catch, you know, lightning in a bottle with, with, on a counterattack, but, um, uh, I thought, I thought they, they, they played their game and luck was on their side as well, as well as the VAR. And they almost had it.
0: You know, I got to tell you, it is, it is spooky, spooky, spooky how well Chiqui Marco predicts what's going to happen by looking at the video. Yeah, he's good. I mean, the dude gets it right every time.
2: The only one he didn't get right was when it, he thought it was going to be a red card on Arthur.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You, you, but, I mean, that was never going to be a red card, but but you're right. Yeah, no,
2: no. I mean, I, I'm surprised he even called that foul. Because they were both kind of just running and, you know, their arms were flapping. Right. And, and
0: It was an inadvertent smack in the face. Yeah. But, uh, but it was a good
2: game. It was a good game.
0: Yeah, it was very entertaining. Uh, uh, I mean, Paraguay was hanging on for dear life, but then they, when they got a chance to slap back, they slapped back really hard. And, uh, I
2: thought I, th- I mean, when when Firmino missed his p- penalty kick, I was like, "Wow, they they really might win this." Because I mean, right? Uh, Gonzalez, De- what's his name? Delmer Gonzalez, the guy who, who the last guy who picked Paraguay, He he played one. He played a really great game. He was like their lone striker. Um, I I couldn't believe he missed.
0: We, have you have ever have you ever uh... Thought how incredibly lucky and or, and slash or convenient it is for you personally, Arrigo, that 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 Paraguay wears the exact same uniform as Chivas. As yes, Chivas,
2: yes. <laughs> yes. So I can just go to my I can just go to Paraguay viewings in my Chivas jersey and That's right. None would be the wiser.
0: And you and, and if you become a an, an Atletico fan in, in in Madrid you can do the same thing. Just walk out.
2: Nobody would know the difference.
1: Yeah, it, it, so they do get uh they do get a you don't have to spend extra money. On it.
0: And that becomes official, I think, next week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh,
1: that's, is that is, is it just me or is that the longest signing ever?
0: Is the transfer window for, not open? You know, I think he has to wait for his contract to run out. And I think it officially okay. he's out
2: going on 2:30. free. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, he's been at, at Porto forever.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think that that's the that that's the, 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 the typical uh, Porto business model <laughs> that, to let a guy like that go on a free on a on a freebie.
1: That's like the couple that breaks up but but they have a lease in an apartment. So they still have to live together for until the lease runs out. It's all awkward now.
2: Have you guys seen that uh Marseille is uh looking at Pizarro.
0: I would be totally down with that. Do, are they playing the Champions League? Uh, I'm not sure. Because, you know, if I'm not mistaken, isn't Marseille the only French team to ever won the Champions League? I believe you are
1: correct, sir.
0: No. Well, the, 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 I mean, the Champions Cup, however, was, like, when it first started, was, was won by a French team. 'Cause I was like that that team and, and Real Madrid, like like they both won like the first five of each. Or whatever. you did,
1: uh, Yeah, they were the only ones taking it serious. It was the, it
0: Well was they had the, a really great team because they had the uh remember the the guy who scored the most goals ever in a World Cup was French. Just Juste Fontaine. And I believe he was on that team. So they had they had some firepower.
2: I don't think oh who's cracking open a cold one.
1: That's me right here. Oh. You need the, you were expecting the class <laughs> to shatter. Oh yes, <laughs> I was, I was like, like, Who invited Stone Cold?
0: This is the uh, Cantina
1: McIsaac. Uh, it is. It's is customary to.
0: That's right. To uh, you know. Because you know, by the end of it, we're just so screaming drunk that uh, you yeah, you know, it's it, it gets very. Funny. It gets well, very that was funny. the
1: early Cantineros. We used to do like three, four hour long podcasts. Oof. And yeah, I would be like,
0: like the Jazz Odyssey just, uh, Spinal Tap always threatened to do. In the in this is spinal tap. So Rigo, so so Paraguay ends up ends up losing. So does that mean that now you can focus your one hundred percent of your of your attention on, on, on the on the upcoming surprising uh, very surprising opponent of Costa Rica for Mexico in uh, on Saturday in Houston, which if I'm not mistaken, I believe Houston has been the site where Mexico has eliminated Costa Rica the last two times uh, they've played in the Gold Cup.
2: I mean, it's, it's it's the it's the match to watch on Saturday, I guess. Because, I mean, I'll, isn't there... A, oh, Uruguay-Peru I think plays on
0: Saturday Yeah, Uruguay-Peru well. and the Chile... No, uh, Chile-Colombia is tomorrow. No, tomorrow it's Venezuela-Argentina.
2: Argentina, early, yeah. and then Chile-Colombia. Oh, they India. have two,
0: so, so two are tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I thought the two were on. Why? Why would? Why would? You know, call me crazy, but why on earth would you want to put two on 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 a day? Where on more a Friday, I don't watch.
2: know. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Oof. That. Uh... Well, see, they didn't want to compete with the Mexico Costa Rica. Yeah,
2: so more than likely. Yeah. More than likely, they want to be with Mexico. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah so Mexico, Mexico instead of playing ID, which I think everybody, it was was almost uh, surprise was going to happen. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's going to be Costa Rica. Now, Frank, I mean, uh, not that I'm saying that ID would have been easy, because obviously, you know, if, if ID can handle Costa Rica, then they've obviously got something going on. But uh, it uh, it certainly uh, makes things uh, very – I mean, that whole that whole side of the bracket is just fascinating because Canada – you know, the Canada ID game. You know, That's going
2: to be a good
0: game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that they, they, these are two teams that uh, – you know that they, they they're both they both have a huge opportunity in oh. that tournament. But moving forward into that, you know, and possibly into the X. Yeah,
1: and Haiti going back maybe I have to go back to probably the seventies. They were they were one of the stronger Caribbean teams.
0: Can I can I can I drop some 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 knowledge? On, a guerfel. We, yeah. Just a, <laughs> uh, some uh, some of those fun facts they we were talking about earlier, uh, and, and oh. said when Mexico missed the World Cup in seventy four, I D went because actually back then they wouldn't have an hexagonal they'd have a, like a quadrangular or whatever it was, but they do it over like two weeks and they do it in one <clears time. throat> and uh they did that in in seventy four and they did it in eighty two and seventy four it was an i d and mexico didn't and, make the world cup
1: 82 in honduras
0: and eighty two in honduras and mexico didn't make the world cup there so yeah you know and uh, so it ended up uh, being an i d that goes to germany seventy four and they scored. They played Italy and they
1: scored first. So they actually led Italy for like, I think, like nine minutes. <laughs> John, I actually saw a clip of when IT eliminated Max. And uh, one of the players running around was La Puente. He had that Hulk Hogan haircut, man.
2: <laughs> he didn't have hair, he didn't have he hair had... back then? Yeah, uh? He didn't have hair back then either?
0: No, no, he did. He had oh, like he, like a like a like, he, a, like a,
2: a like a shoe a, a
0: like Hogan shoe. just in the back, dude. Yeah, think of the uh, like the monkeys. You know, he had he had one of those.
1: Was uh, like, but was yeah, like
0: the monkeys were going bald.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, this dude. He had blonde hair and he's yeah, running around. Was,
0: uh, was it Rafa Puente on that team too?
1: Yeah, a couple of those dudes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was difficult, man. And that team, well, high tea is like what to expect a lot of what you see with Trinidad and Jamaica, they're a very physical team, very strong, uh, you know, difficult to beat in the air, uh fast. And they usually have one or two guys that could that could move the ball pretty good.
0: Yeah, I mean like you said they've been in the wilderness for a long time. But uh you know in the last if I'm not mistaken in the twenty uh fifteen Gold Cup they they actually made it made a made a pretty decent run. And, and probably should have made the uh, uh i f- I forget if they had a chance to make the the, the semifinals or not but they had a, they had a really good a really good string there that I thought they had you know they had a really good chance of making the hex, but they ended up yeah. in the hex they drew a really tough group that uh, oh. it just they just weren't able to get out
1: you know if, if this confederation wasn't so corrupt <laughs> i i if, you know it would give a lot of federations a run for their money because um, the teams just look bad because they're they're um you know they don't have that consistency.
0: Right. Well, I think that but... that uh you know that that was a point that uh, John Arnold was making was was that because of the fact that you know you know the, the Nations League starts from Mexico coming up uh, this fall, like I think in October, but the Nations League for the for the Caribbean nations had you know that that starts right after the World Cup, so they've actually. Have had a chance to get together, so like these guys aren't just like getting together and playing. Yeah, they've been. You know, they they have been playing for for a while, so you know that that, that has given them, you know, that has helped them.
1: But is that the same as the Copa Uncaf?
0: Well, no, no. Well, the, they have actually the Uncaf is just the Central American. Uh,
1: it's just Central. I thought they had also Caribbean, but
0: they have the Caribbean Cup, and then and, and and that's and that's the one that that Curacao won.
1: Yeah, yeah, because.
0: You know,
2: sure, because sure it, has been quite a surprise. Yeah. Well, for me at least.
1: No, John has been touting them since last year. See, you should have been, you should have been listening to us, Rigo. Uh, Rigo. He, John's been very you know, bullish about it. Now?
0: Well, I just yeah you know, with uh, the fact that they that they that they be, they became recognized by FIFA and and you know that they you know that I think they realized that hey we have a a pretty decent generation of players that uh you know we can certainly and you know and in, in, in this in, in the Copa region I mean they can certainly make a run
1: but you saw one of their games John right at the previous Gold Cup
0: uh yeah I, did. Miss- I I did. I did see them and you know they just you know they you know they they need some work but I mean they obviously have the you know they have the materia prima you know for such a small country especially it's uh, it's pretty impressive and, uh, you know, they have a great goalkeeper. And, you know, frankly, if they didn't have that good goalkeeper, you know, they would have just been blasted. But, uh, you know, the, 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 I think that the thing that makes Curaçao beatable right now is that is that they can only give you about an hour. Like like the last 20 minutes, I mean, they're really just barely hanging on. Gassed? <laughs> yeah. Just just totally wiped out. So, uh, I mean, Honduras, I mean, they are Honduras. But, but I mean, they should have beaten them 6-7-0. I mean, seriously. They just um, – uh, had some chances, but and then, but, but what they did is that they they cashed the chances that they had. So, but uh, but no, but they do have. Uh, I, I think they have they have a real good chance of making. I'm not saying to make the World Cup, but I think they'll definitely make the hacks or at least come very close to making it. But, you know, one of those things where, and by the way, is it just is just me or is it weird that they haven't had any kind of draw for qualifying for the uh, for the upcoming World Cup. Who hasn't had a drawing? FIFA to to to, to, to draw out the qualifying.
2: Oh, like the, the,
0: the groups and all that stuff. Yeah.
2: I mean, is it normally done three years before?
0: Yeah, because because you know, well, I mean, South America's there, but then like uh, I mean, when Mexico had when remember. Uh, uh, Piojo does the gold cup, gets fired, and then Osorio comes in. And the very first thing he has or, or qualify, they play against Salvador. I mean, like a, you know, a, a proper one. You know, then you know he wasn't playing. Uh, you know, the Grenadine Islands. He was playing at Salvador. We just uh, we just lost uh, Rodrigo there, Joel.
1: His yeah, he didn't pay his Metro PCS. Oh there he is. Oh there he is. he's back. He's back.
2: He's yeah. back.
0: I don't know what happened. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So uh, they uh, I forgot what we were talking about there, but uh, I'm sure the point I was making was very valid.
2: What were you saying about Curaçao? How yeah, you've been a long time fan.
0: I have well I'm a long time fan, but you know, just just, mm-hmm. just just since I saw that I think that they did they did they they, they they do have a chance. Oh to talk about qualifying. Yeah, they have not uh drawn out the qualifying for the uh, for the upcoming uh, World Cup. I'm sure uh, maybe they're waiting for all these cups to pass by. Pass. Possibly, possibly, but you know they don't have a logo for the for the tournament either, which I think I find extremely bizarre. I mean,
2: I don't. I feel like they won't take away the cup from uh, Qatar at this point.
0: Well, they've had to the, yeah. they cut their stadiums down from twelve to eight.
2: Not enough uh, refugee work being done. I, yeah. know, I guess not,
0: but, uh, yeah. It's... You know,
2: I, I am surprised that, that that after all like the investigative reporting that's come out about guitar, that they're doing it there. Like, I mean, like HBO has done, it,
0: uh, well, here's, here's my, I mean, it's, you know, how did those, you know, all the 12 stadiums, or whatever was get built in Russia? You know how did they get built in in Germany? You know, what, you know what what were the stories on those? I'm not saying that it was it was the same thing, but you know.
1: but, no, but, but I, I, thing... I like
0: Qatar, Qatar
2: also messes the schedule for the for the uh, like all the all the club tournaments and all and all the, all right. the, all it's the clubs. A, it's just it's just a huge cluster.
1: Yeah. No, you know, but just to add on, on what Rio was saying um, with the Qatar. But what would, they will would get workers that will come in from other countries, and they will take away your passport, so you couldn't leave if you were like, you know, what I, I've, I've done, you know, I've worked two months.
0: Oh yeah, done, yeah. you know, exactly. You're stuck. They, there's no question. You're they exploited. There. I mean, that's there's actually-
1: yeah, and, and because sure. of the heat, right. there so. was record number of people dying, right. and I I forgot the country they were coming from, like. I I don't know if it was Pakistan, some some small country around there where they were, you know, they were getting all these workers and they were just dropping like flies.
0: Yeah, it was like a like a, <clears throat> like a like a like a like a far eastern country. It was something that kind of surprised me. It wasn't like it wasn't anything. It wasn't a neighboring country or, you know, a country that was nearby. It was like a little further up. And...
1: Yeah, man, even if they paid good, they're like, but we, we keep your passport. i would be like, no, thanks.
0: No, yeah, no, but it was, it was, it was, it was, and it continues to be. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, what happened in, you know, during Russia and all the other places, but I'm sure that there was, uh, you know, a certain level of, of some exploitation of the workers on some level. Tom so saying. But it is bizarre, though, that they don't have a logo. They've they've cut down on the, I just, it makes me wonder if, if that tournament's going to happen or not. I
2: mean, if it's not happening. They need to get it together because we have three years left.
0: Yeah, well, when they uh, when Colombia backed out of the '86 World Cup, they, they they made the announcement the, the summer of uh, of '83, if I'm not mistaken, is when that announcement was made. So, so are you guys worried about Costa Rica,
2: or do you uh, think that Tata Martino's team will score three goals at least like every other game? <laughs>
0: You know, Costa Rica can obviously beat Mexico. Kohei, uh, what do you what do you think?
1: I, I'm not worried. I agree with you. They they can be. They do have the quality to do it. Uh, they're top three in the region, and and uh, you know they showed it for a long time. Any of those three teams, you know, they they're capable of beating each other, and especially with Mexico not being at its strength, because I would say Mexico has, you know, fully powered. Their power level is over 9,000. I just don't see anyone beating them, but this Mexico side, it's missing a few players. Uh, so yeah, it's a bit vulnerable, but I'm not worried. I don't... Matosas doesn't convince me, man.
0: Well, here's the, uh, you know, what, what, what I believe. Costa Rica could beat Mexico, but Mexico can absolutely beat Costa Rica. And uh, the last time that uh, a Costa Rican coach was real cocky about how much he knew about the other team, they got whooped four to one, and it was it was it was over by halftime. So. Uh,
1: and La Volpe the too, right? Yeah, and he was <laughs> he know.
0: was shell shocked because I remember I was at his press conference, <laughs> and he had he the look on his face was like, "What just happened?" He had <laughs> he was and it's funny because Guardado was the one that scored the two big goals i was saying, dude, you know, you're the one that brought this, this brought this guy out. And and well, waterado back to I scoring. Was, I was too chicken to ask him the question. I'll be honest, I was too chicken. I didn't you know I wasn't. A... <laughs> what did you want to ask him? I wanted to ask him, and you know, it's like you, you were the one that the quote unquote, uh, you know, un- discovered Andres that As you know, I said, you know, uh, if you're if you're on the other side of, you know, if you're an adversary. You know, knowing that fact, I mean, obviously, you know, he he, he, he beat you, but is that something that you can celebrate? So look at how well, how well this guy's done. That was, that was the question I wanted, you know, on a personal level. You know, do you gain any satisfaction in the fact that, that the guy that you discovered just kicked your ass? Was uh, essentially the question I wanted to ask. But I was too chicken. I didn't do it. I don't want him to yell at me. He would have definitely yelled at you. <laughs> well, see, that, to me, I think that that's a question that you ask,
2: you know. When you like, have you know, the relationship.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or or a week later when he said, you know, not immediately after the game. So.
2: Just think that. Makes next. sense.
0: Yeah. I mean, you can certainly ask him a little bit, like in the, in the heat of the moment, you know, you ask him, hey, you know, what, what did you think about, you know, well, whatever. So, uh,. So that's what I mean. Uh, I mean Obviously, the, the, the two are kind of unrelated, but I, I kind of agree with uh, with Joel there. It's like, you know, you know, Costa Rica doesn't have their, you know, they have a bunch of aging stars as well, and, and you know, they have a new generation of guys, and they've struggled. I mean, they they beat the Nicas, but they struggled against Bermuda, and they obviously struggled against Haiti. So I mean, they, they are not, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're obviously they're better than one, but Mexico, but be, you know, right now would put them on par with Canada.
1: I think. Yeah, and we have to see how they're going to react to that defeat. You know, uh, you go from being favorites to win the group, to being beaten by a team that you're expected to defeat. So, we're going to see how that's going to affect them psychologically. You know, because some of the players were like, if we can't beat Haiti, then you know.
2: How are we going to beat Mexico?
1: Yeah, how are we going to beat Mexico that's just right now it's on a they've been on a roll with, with as Rigo said, three goals per game.
2: At least.
0: Yeah, they've averaged yeah. uh what they've had what seven games now and, and it's like twenty like s twenty five goals. Not bad. Not bad for uh for, for Tata and the boys. Uh, honestly, I think that the, you know, for Mexico, the, the, the wake up call was, was, was Martinique. And one of the things that uh, we talked about this, uh, Juan and I did it right after the game, uh, that, that was, he was not happy, uh, and, uh, in the immediate aftermath of that game. He's like, you know, we cannot play like that against, against the, the, the better teams in this tournament and expect to win. So, uh, th- that was a really good wake up call for, uh. For Mexico to have a to have a have a game like that and to have a coach that you know, is is it gonna sugarcoat what uh what happened like like some coaches have done in the past where they don't wanna make it appear that it's it's not something that you know that that should be worrisome. It's like yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not naming not names ladies. I'm not gonna name many names, Coy. Don't worry. Don't
1: worry, Coy. Oh damn. You
0: know I'm not gonna name <laughs> So um it's gonna. I mean, it, it's gonna. It's, it's gonna be a good game, and I think that uh, you know the last couple of knockouts that uh, Mexico's had with uh, with Costa Rica have all been. You know, we had the one game where they had like three or four Costa Rican players red carded that went to extra time. That that was when uh, Jorge Vergara was uh, just hated. Hugo, he's, he's like, how on earth can you only beat a team that had seven players? One zero was 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 his. Uh, was his comment
2: um, the last time they played was uh, in 2015 right. quarterfinals?
0: That was and the the Oliva penalty.
2: They needed to go to extra time. Right. Um, doesn't really give me details in the game.
0: Yeah, and it was the, that was the one of the ones where Mexico got a late penalty. Oribe Peralta, and they were saying, well, you know, the Costa... The, the, I think it was... Uh, what's that guy's name? He has the same name as a former uh, UT uh, player. I always got him confused. Roy Miller, I think, uh, knocks down Oribe. If you're saying it's not a penalty, it's not a penalty. The dude put two hands on him and pushed him. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, if if, I, if I'm a striker... And I'm going up for a ball, and someone puts two hands on me. I'm going down too. So yeah, of course they were going to call that. So they get the penalty, and then they they score. That was the one where Chicharito and I think uh, Hector Moreno were both injured, and they're walking off like looking, you know, just awful. Oh, I can't believe we have to do this. And then and then they, you know, that happens, and they uh, they get the penalty and they win. Uh, so I'm so sure. that happened, and then uh, in twenty.
2: 2009, they went to
0: pKs right, and that was when they had the, the I remember Carlos Vela was the one who scored the uh, the fifth one because they uh, and and, and Memo Choa, I think stopped the fourth one and in two thousand and seven they played and uh, that was the one where Jared scored an extra time and and Costa Rica was down to seven dudes like by the end of the like by the end of the game they were down to seven players they had so many red cards and uh, Jorge Vergara with his venom his venom toward toward Ugo. You know, he got Ugo fired. He, he got Ugo fired and brought... It's
2: been Gordon yeah Yeah.
1: I, I think it wasn't just him.
2: Well, uh, I, I still don't think Ugo should have been hired. What? I think, I think Ugo should have oh, waited his turn. I think La, La Volpe should have been given continuity but, after 06.
1: But, but La Volpe failed. La Volpe set up his own goals and he failed to meet them. And one of the first things he said was um, if I don't get the bronze medal at the Olympics I'm going to quit. And that team got eliminated in the group stage. And then it was hush hush.
0: And they had Mali <laughs> and Korea in that group. Mali and Korea. which Mali made- and Korea.
1: And then he the Gold Cup that was played outside of Mexico City Um. They, the team didn't do good. It looked bad.
0: They lost so, in South Africa. Uh, and were eliminated by Colombia in the
1: yeah. Columbus. So, so I mean he he had set up some goals. The thing the thing with La Volpe is he had some games where the team looked good, but those were like few and and far apart. So the, people remember those epic games. The they remember the match against Germany, right. the, the win against Argentina, but they forget a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, sorry, John, I'm not just finished with this. Uh, I was actually I got to cover that was my first tournament I got to do uh, as a as a you know quotation journal. I got to do the Gold Cup in '03, and uh, dude, those games weren't that good, man. And I know they're on YouTube. You could revisit them. Uh, they had a match against Honduras at Azteca where it was like almost in the 90th minute when Honduras hit the they hit the post man uh, and it ended zero zero but they almost won that game and and that was that was one of the games and uh, I think before that was it before that with the uh, uh, Preolimpico they they didn't win that one either and it was hosted in in Jalisco right they didn't I Costa Rica. That. Costa Rica won, so I mean he had like 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 off the bat because they wanted the team to do good, so the Federacion prepared well, so they they managed to get Mex to host the Preolimpico and then to host the Gold Cup. So that first year he looked good, uh, at least because he he won. He he beats Brazil at, at the final, but Brazil man, <laughs> they kind of they kind of made the bet for Brazil where they had them they had them jumping from venue to venue. Uh I think they had to play the semifinals in Miami and then fly into Mex City. So they, they were just jumping them all over the map. Uh and that that just and you Mech- know Mexica
0: Azteca the whole time.
1: Yeah, Mech State Azteca. So I mean just off the bat you you have that then. That you have more of the scanto and the advantage. Uh but but so I mean if if we look back at the Cup at uh, that Gold Cup, that's the game that stands out and yeah, they played really good. It seemed pro- really good, but if you see the whole, the whole, most of the games, it wasn't it wasn't pretty, man.
0: The, the biggest black mark against La Volpe of the of of, the, of his, the entirety of his, of his. Uh, stay his, when he was coach, the thing that stood out the most and what hung over him. Every year was that he did not win one knockout game out of Mexico, not one.
1: Yeah, he exactly. That was that was, I would say, one of the big. Uh, if if you if you're thinking of okay, should we sign him back, that to me would be, would be the one. And uh, well, to correct John, outside of Mexico because he did win it.
0: Yeah, it's I said, outside of
1: Mexico. Oh, okay, my bad. So yeah, that would be one of the biggest ones. And the the Go- the World Cup game against Angola, with a man, dude. Angola's goalkeeper was not even a pro. He played cascaritas, man.
0: Was named <laughs> man of the match.
1: I'm not, yeah, I'm not kidding. That guy played Casc- You could, he wasn't even attached to a club, and uh, and was, they were playing down a mountain.
0: He was driving the bus, and the way, hey man, you play goalie? No, <laughs> yeah, I do. I do
1: play goalie. He's, he was up instead of the orange cones, and they were down. Some guy didn't show up. Wasn't he the only white guy for Angola?
0: Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He was there for diversity quota.
0: His name was um, Fritz. His name was Fritz.
1: Fritz. <laughs> oh man. Oh, but but <laughs> yeah, man. I was at that. I was actually at that game, John, and it's uh, pretty disappointing. Was, I was expecting uh, the three Gs against that was, Angola.
0: That was the first time uh, I ever heard the Putocha. Oh was man. Against Angola. Yep. did
1: did that start in Copa Libertadores? No, in uh, Atlas, at the Atlas Stadium. Yeah, Jalisco. Yeah. So I I think they were doing it it for Liga games.
0: Isn't it just like Atlas to to start something like that? (laughs) Just like Atlas fans.
1: Were they doing it to Oswaldo? Because I think Oswaldo was at Chivas, and Oswaldo did come out of Atlas.
0: Yeah, so, so Osvaldo came out of Atlas play for America and then goes to China. Did yeah, yeah, people are okay with that.
1: Well you they know, forgot.
0: You know, Oribe comes over from from America and you and you, and you could have sworn that like they, they thought that you know a Mauri, you know took a big dump in their Cheerios. It's like well, what, are, what are you doing to us?
1: No, I would it would be not a Maori, it would be um.
0: Sure. Iguera. Oh I mean, Jose, Jose Luisi. That's right. Yeah. I forget that it was that that, that
1: yeah, yeah he, because Am- Amadi wasn't at the any- presentation. He he did not show up to the when they presented Uribe. He wasn't there.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get into all that here 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 in a minute. Though we do need to wrap up on the uh, on the golf cup. So uh, so we have Mexico play Costa Rica now. Now Canada plays ID and uh, uh, Rigo I would have to say that's probably like like a fifty fifty game.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: And 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 as you said, as you pointed out, it, it could be it, it could be very entertaining. I think you're right. It is, uh, I will say this. I think,
2: I think, I think Haiti might take it.
0: Uh, you know what? I, I, you know, I've, I've been, I've been talking Canada up, uh, the whole tournament. So <laughs> it would it would not surprise me at all if they, uh, you know, if, if, if they,
2: uh, I mean, Canada, what they have is they have a lot of offense and they kind of struggle on defense. But, uh, I think I think Haiti might pull up. I mean, is it an upset if Haiti pulls out? Pulls it out? I mean, they went. They went. You know, three three wins in the group stage.
0: Yeah, you know that 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 bit. That's a good question. I mean, uh, they. Uh. uh I you know, like I said, I I I don't think if either team wins, it would be an upset over the other. I, I think it's, it's a very evenly matched game. Uh, you know, I think Haiti's defense is a little stronger than uh than Canada's, and, you know, they both have, they got some difference makers, which they haven't, you know, the, the, that's what I've always thought has made, uh, you know, w- w- what has made some CONCACAF teams really dangerous, is when they have, uh, you know, guys that are, can can make a difference, not just on this level, but on, on a lot of levels. And, and Canada and, and think both have a couple of players that can do that. And, uh, you know, Honduras had that with Swaso for, you know, a better part of, you know, five, six years. And they also had like the Wilson Palacios. I mean, Honduras had a very strong team for a long time because they had a, a, about three or four guys that could, that could play. Pablo one Bloomer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Carlos Cosli. I mean, I know that, you know, he uh, – and for the longest time, we talked about this, I call him Carlos Cosli for – I think I even wrote it out when I would write stuff. I don't think I ever corrected myself in <laughs> not realizing that it was just that <sighs> No S. No S.
1: Oh man, that's me. That's the same as well. Another fun fact.
0: You call maybe Cadillac. they
1: made a mistake. Maybe they made a mistake. You know, like when they when they wrote the name, they just forgot.
0: It could be. It could be. But anyway, so it's just. Uh, and Canada has that uh, with uh, with with uh, with Davies, and the uh, it was really good. That they have the you know the uh, the the, the Camotero in in, in who got a hat trick the other day against Cuba. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I uh, depleted well, Cuba though. The other side of the bracket doesn't look as as uh, frankly as as entertaining. We have uh, Curacao playing the U.S., which I think you know as good, as much as I like Curacao, I think it's it's going to be you know I think the U.S. will win. Not comfortably, but they'll, they'll probably win about two zero. And then Jamaica's playing uh, Panama. I mean, I mean, could you could you could you think of a more boring CONCACAF game than Jamaica Panama? That sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, Canada Haiti would would normally all who would want to, but they've been played. They've been playing some some. They've been
2: playing life. well. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's been exciting to watch. I mean, I thought Canada. When we, were, when we did our our, our little uh, podcast during the game, in that second half, I thought they had some, they, had some, they created some really good chances uh, that they were, uh, you know, just weren't lucky enough to score, but they had, they had some good chances. And, uh, you know, as, as what, what is the, what is the, 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 the you know, it's, it's okay that we didn't score as long as we created enough, because then it'll, it'll happen. If, what?
1: I haven't if, heard that from him
0: is that one of, one of the tata truisms i don't if, i, don't, it, I you,
1: don't know that one Yon.
0: oh come on joel i thought that you were uh, you were of uh, uh, the you've you've been in tatarado i thought that you would, you would uh,
1: start i just started following him. I, I i remember when he took over barcelona and uh,
0: so you haven't, you haven't when you haven't, he haven't, was
1: with argentina but i never kept tabs on him
0: you haven't done the deep dive into his you haven't started vetting him yet starting no, with,
1: to me to me there's a before and after Okay. Before Max and after Max, and I, I just not that uh, you know I, I, I forgive him his diving into other places. I. I
0: well, I, th- I think that he said know? that uh, when he was with with Atlanta. Uh, he, he said, "Listen, you know it's, you know you're not always going to score, but I mean, but you know the, it, it's good that we created the opportunities because you know then you know, the scoring is going to happen, but you can't score without creating. An opportunity. That used to drive me. Crazy about the, the, that, that period of check. They weren't generating any opportunities to score. I mean, not a one. So I mean, it, it's one thing to, you know, tie zero zero where you had a bunch of chances and you do. I mean, but when you tie zero zero and you have one shot on goal, it's terrible. Terrible. So, I think it's I mean, uh, a, a good time for us to, to switch gears here and. Uh, Talk a little Chivas because we had we had some big news that right. happened uh, since since well I know that uh, maybe you and uh, Chiki's talked about it a little bit uh, yesterday, uh, which I'm sure you did, but I'm sure you yeah. would not mind talking about it again.
1: No, and, and we got Rigo's perspective.
0: You know, I'm hoping I'm hoping but, I'll be honest as the, you know the producer in me. You know, I might, I might have to play devil's advocate here and generate <laughs> <no, laughs> a, a little controversy. But, uh, so, so I uh, was uh, interviewed last week on Football Began to says a bunch of stuff. They, they, they said, well, wait a second. This is what you said. Well, Rigo will explain it a little better here in a minute. And then this week they, 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 they cut him loose. They said, hey, he's no longer with, with the organization. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what, Partizan was like. Why don't you put your job on the line? And he's, you know, he said, I'm not going to do that. He should have said, you know what. He should have done a bet with Pantason because I know Pantason wouldn't put his job on the line. Uh, but he did say, you know, my position isn't safe. I could get fired at any moment. He and did. uh Yeah, ironically, but two days later.
2: I I don't think... I, I think that that event that happened at Fútbol Picante was kind of like the tipping point. Not so much mm-hmm. from like, you know, anything uh like... It, it just felt like, from as from like a PR standpoint for the team, it just looked terrible. Like here you are saying you didn't say anything. You call one of the anchors a liar, right on, right on on TV. Oh,
1: that's right.
2: And then, so you know what the, the funny thing is, right? So he he, what they're saying was that they asked him like, you said that. Uh, Tomás Boy was not the long-term solution for the team, right? And and then he was never taking it into account as a long-term solution. So he says, I never said that, you're lying. Uh, He's like, I I would never say that. And he, he's like, you're a liar. Um, He's like, if you have the footage, pull it up, right? So the show ends, right? And right as the show's about to end, José Luis is like, can we go longer? Because, you know, usually football Picante can go, like, longer, Sometimes, right. and they were like, "No, because SportsCenter is going to start, right?" So he asked for the show to go on longer. So,
0: so he's like, uh, "I haven't completely finished
2: digging yeah, yeah.
0: my grave. He, he Give me a few more he, minutes."
2: The show could have <laughs> the, the show could have ended, and then it could have been like the next day they bring it up and like they correct him right when he's not there, which was would have been whatever. But he asked for the show to be, uh, you know, longer. It doesn't. But then, what they do is they do a football picante uh, little like insert into Sports Center. And when they go when they go to that, he's still there, and that's when they pull up the footage of him saying that Tomas Boy was never taken into consideration as a long term solution for the team. So he he just puts his heads down and he apologizes or whatever. So I mean. I think from a PR perspective, it looked terrible. It also looks terrible to your coach that you're yeah. sitting here saying that you know he wasn't the long-term perspective that you that you wanted. And I think that, coupled with everything that had transpired the last two years, I think it was just the tipping point. So when he came in, he was just like, you know what? We need to let you go. Yeah. At first, at first, I was a little like, I didn't believe it. I thought maybe they were just shuffling him around. You know how so them a different role but i guess i guess he is he's he's no longer with uh, grupo ovalahara or whatever or Omni the life or
0: Primero que nada hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien la neta <laughs> hay que dejarnos de tonterías
1: Yeah, they have the grupo Omni Life Chivas but I arc co- completely acquired I had I had one um,
0: what kind of <laughs> what kind of Chivas talk is this I, <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's, no, no, and you know I had, I had, I had forgotten about that that little segment, um, and yeah, that that just that just, just you starting you're starting the new the season, and and he's already said how he didn't trust the coach that's in place to you know, and it's it it just leads to a lot of the the bad locker room that's been going on with the team. but So I would add to that, uh, I think there was also pressure from a lot of the sponsors because uh, I don't know if you guys seen in social media, there's been a lot of calls to boycott Chivas. Like, don't buy the shirt, uh, don't go to the stadium, you know, all, all of this stuff, which is... I know it's been hurting sales. Uh, just, just at the start of the season, Chivas was showing the prices for tickets, they're pretty much sliced uh cut in half oh they're super cheap i was gonna i was i was thinking
2: about
0: i thought they were the the, chito, the, 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 the most uh, expensive tickets in the make like buy like buy a lot
2: they might be mm-hmm. but i mean I, tickets, tickets are, are generally cheap in in Mexico well,
0: I understand that, but i mean i thought well, that even by well, I mean, like you usually like a ticket's like you know if you to u s you know comparable the u s it's like like around ten bucks, but but Chivas tickets were like thirty bucks. I mean, they were like. I much mean,
2: much more expensive. for for the most expensive section to get a ticket, uh, for like a regular game, not like a classic or anything like that, right. seventy dollars.
0: You no, know, for for a price like that, I mean, honestly, you should have you should have been sent this singing to you personally. I think. You know, he should, <laughs> should, should be in the. you should be in that section. Get I mean, you should have that. You should just be there just to just to do that. So so the most expensive one. So if so I go to a UT game, I haven't seen them in a while, but the last time I saw a ticket was like I think mean, 5 years ago and those were $100. So I got to think they're probably like 130, 140 bucks now. For who? For 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 UT, for UT here for here in Austin. Oh, oh, yeah, And uh So if the most so if the most expensive for for bus is still like seven. Now you went to the I got one-
1: I, I got some of the prices here. What you got? So uh...
2: But you got the bono? The bono? Like the bono is super cheap. I was gonna buy
0: one. You were like, gonna buy one? Like how persona. much is five
2: how much is five thousand pesos? Five thousand pesos divided by nineteen.
0: Well divided by twenty makes, makes make the math a little easier.
2: Okay.
0: Uh it's uh what is that, hundred bucks?
2: 200, 250
0: dollars.
1: Yeah. It's oh man. For, for That's for acts. This is semestral, they said. Yeah, for so the it but but this is the acron premier. That's this is the, their that's top. That's the best. That's the best
0: season you yeah. could sit in. Oh, so season ticket the whole you year. You got the lazy
1: boy and you got a, a polologa. and you know all... <laughs> So,
0: Rigor, are, are, are the Yankees are the Yankees doing well right now? They are. They're in first place. All right. So they're in first place. I'm not saying that you would go to a game because I know I know that you're a Red Sox fan, but I got to think that if if you wanted to go to go to a Yankee game right now, I'm guessing the minimum you would pay just for one game is around two fifty.
2: I mean it depends where you sit, but yeah, I mean you can you, you can probably get tickets for like sixty, seventy dollars. Like if you're like in the nosebleeds all the way up top. Right, right. for
0: one Yankee game. $60. One Yankee. So now you're saying for the whole Chiva season in the in in in, in, in the in the in, in the super duper comfy in like the super duper comfy section. It's
1: okay. I I have the yearly I have the yearly uh prices for the Chiva bonus, which they call the season tickets. So like, this is the annual one. Okay. So if you want the top of the line, 8 Crown Premier, it's nine thousand six hundred and fifty pesos. But last season, it was fifteen thousand.
2: It's four hundred and eighty dollars, essentially, for the whole yeah, season. But,
1: yeah, but for imagine the cut from fifteen to nine. Yeah. I mean, you you could tell they're hurting. Uh, and that's that 's the whole thing uh they rather lose money on the on the bono than having games with a half empty stadium uh and then mm-hmm. so you have uh, club chivas six thousand I mean, uh nine hundred and fifty pesos and then uh the cheapest one is cabecera superior or Chuperior, two thousand pesos season ticket. Yeah, two thousand so, two hundred eighty-five.
0: One hundred. One hundred. Bill. It's it's a hundred dollars for a season ticket.
1: For yeah, for the, the, the But I mean, that's a nice stadium. I don't think it's it's a bad seat. Yeah,
2: that's that's. I think that's where I sat when I went to the final up there.
0: Which is the uh, the seat? uh, uh where, you where you were having the 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 the, the ceviche? I was Having tacos and that and that was uh, in the. You're Jalisco,
1: no? Were you at the Jalisco for that one?
2: No, in the Jalisco, I was uh, where it was raining.
0: Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! wait where you where you got caught uh, ca- caught on tape with uh, with with the fancy with the fancy michelada, I think it was. Oh, that was the
2: oh, Jalisco. Oh yeah, that was the Jalisco. Yeah.
0: yeah, but you didn't you pay like 125 for those seats?
2: Yeah, 125. Man,
0: or... so you said so you have to pay the atlas price.
2: Yeah, well, it was a clásico, so when the clásicos they go up. Oh but, right, I, mean, right. I, was, I was like front row, VIP. There's, there's
1: moletos that go for that price.
2: But I mean, like I went you're to right go
1: watch.
2: Right here in the US. Yeah, and you're not sitting. You're not sitting all the front in a VIP no. section. Um, when I went to go watch Leones Negros um, at at Jalisco, it was like I think it was like fifty pesos or something like that. It was ridiculously cheap. Um, obviously, it's still in the ABC on, so it's different. But, right. Uh, everything changed. I mean, when we went to go watch Chivas in Morelia, those were like thirty dollars each. <laughs>
0: Uh, so nones negros or a buck fifty less. And, and, uh, it,
2: it was it was super cheap. No, I was talking about pesos. Like oh, I know, pesos. I know, I know, I know. Um, but uh, I mean, like I said, I was gonna buy two. I one one myself. I was like, if I if I go to one game in the season, I've it already worked. got my money's worth. Yeah. Because if I go, for, hey, if you could
1: sell for, the other ones.
2: Yeah. Uh, cause if I go to a Clasico. And I don't get tickets, I gotta buy resale. I'm looking at like 150, 200, depending on how the teams are doing, possibly 250 250. Um, so that's why I was thinking of doing it. I'm like, it's worth it. But with, then they signed then they signed Thomas Boy to a long term deal, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore.
0: <laughs> what if uh, what, what, what what if things uh, what if things start off start off right.
2: I mean, I, I, I do think when Tomas Boy took over that the team started playing better. They obviously didn't win, but they started playing better. Um uh, and, and he is a big fan of my boy trophy, so I mean <laughs> I can only hope I can only hope the team plays well. I mean I just I feel like you know, as happen.
0: as a trophy chaser that's really all, you, all we can, all we can hope for. Yeah. Is is that is the coach likes him.
1: His first big test is in uh it's River Plate. Yeah, it's River Plate. Which is what? Is it tomorrow? Or?
2: Yeah, I think it's tomorrow.
1: Yeah, because yeah, the team's in what San Diego. I think they arrived, you, you they arrived yesterday. You can't
0: call a friendly a uh, big test.
1: Hey, it's against River Plate. It's a, a big team.
2: I'm sure Armada will be in, uh, in attendance. Both of the be,
1: teams. You know, I, I call it a big test just because of the pressure that's on the team to look good and and if... You know, if Brewer Play was to wipe the mat with them. Are, are you ever playing? No, I used to be. I used to way back when. Uh, yeah. I used to cover Argentine soccer, and I used to. Uh, I started following them when they had a, I don't know if you remember. El Beto Garcia Aspe went went to play with them on loan. And they had Enzo Francesco Lee back then.
0: Well, I remember yeah. Enzo, for
1: sure. Yeah, that was such a really good team. And I didn't get to see. Uh, they used to call him El Chavo. El Chavo Aspe. I didn't get to see him play just because, you know, the TV wasn't the same. Was so that I, one of those
0: deals where uh, the, the, they sent him to, to Argentina because they had football argentino on on Televisa?
1: Yeah, they were trying. To, they were trying to get uh, the rights, which is they tried a few years later with Luis Hernandez to Boca. Right. Uh, but but that just made me start paying attention, and and soon after, what happened was uh, Fox, you know, Fox had the Fox Sports Americas, and that early, that early, Fox Sports, the majority of their programming was all TYC, from I think they're from, is TYC from Argentina, the Torneos y Competencias? Yeah, it is. So it was, it was pretty much all Argentine programming, but I got to see a lot of River Plate games, so I did. I remember I would, I would follow that team a lot, but once Libertadores came in, I knew eventual clash with Chivas or whatnot. So I had to like put them in the back burner, know.
0: Wow. <laughs> so you, so you, uh, you recused, you recused yourself from from rooting for, for for River Plate when the Libertadores happened.
1: Yeah, cause you know. Uh, as, yeah, con, a first, first, first and foremost, Chivas,
0: man. Yeah, a conflict of interest. <laughs> that is, uh, you know, I have to admit that that is very ethical. I mean, you know, as a, you know, uh, you know, other other Chivas fans, I think would uh, would would appreciate and, and respect that. So it must have yeah. been driving you crazy then, when we had when we had our, our friend uh, Kit McConnell tell you about oh how yeah he through the uh, the, <laughs> the the big tour of the of the stadium, a step on the field. El
1: monumental Nunez, yeah. The monumental
0: de Núñez, yeah. Tejada de a... Kiss the Libertadores trophy? And, and then we said when you walk yeah, out. Yeah,
1: let's, let's, let's tell Rigo, because I don't think you were on here, Rigo, but a friend of John.
0: So we yeah. have a, a Kim Konica, who is the color guy right now for the for the bold uh, uh, games that are on ESPN three. Uh, uh, he's an Argentino file, I guess is the best way to describe him. Uh, was down in Argentina, he and his mom, and, and, and somehow got. He never quite really explained to us how it was that they were even granted access to the people that he was meeting. But he ends up meeting with the president of River Plate at the time. I can't remember what the guy's name is. The guy gives he and his mom a personal tour of the monument of the, of, of the facility, the Monumental, the stadium, the field, the locker room, the whole bit. And at the end of it, says, "Well, you know, but you know, as." You know, you know, you you you're, you're now leaving, but but understand that you are now a River Plate fan for you know you're a member of the club, fan for life, blah 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 blah. So you yeah,
1: well to... you get a you do get a membership card with your number.
0: Yeah, so so you get they
1: to... do have actual socios.
0: Coil, is there something yeah. you need to tell us? Huh? Is there something you need to tell us, Coyle?
1: No, no, that's right, I don't have
0: right. one of those. Just check when. Uh, Just check when.
2: <laughs> when I went to down to Paraguay, uh, we were gonna go watch. We were gonna fly to Buenos Aires to go watch River play play a Copa Libertadores game, right? Um, but it was just way too expensive. Way too expensive. You couldn't for, take a boat. No, because uh, it was gonna be like a same day type of thing. Like fly oh, in the morning, watch right. the game. Were you?
1: Where, were like, were you in Asuncion?
2: I'm mean, I in Asuncion. Yeah. You couldn't bust
1: it. I busted from Asuncion to Buenos Aires.
2: But to make it the same day.
1: Well, you have to go early in the morning and then you would have to sleep over there and then... Yeah. But yeah, yeah. you make it the same day, but the return trip, yeah, obviously you weren't going to get one.
2: No, yeah. We ended up we ended up going to watch Cerro Porteño play a, a Libertadores game. Uh, but I really wanted to go to Buenos Aires. I'm, I, I prefer Boca over River. Um... But Boca wasn't playing that week, only River. So I was like, "I'm here. I might as well go watch a game. When, when am I gonna come back?" But uh I later that later that night I, I watched like the the highlights, and Monumental looked crazy, like the red flares everywhere. It just it looked amazing. Like I, I'm like I need to come back just to go watch River and then Boca. And I, I, I don't want to go to classical and I'll die or something. But, <laughs> But uh, I forgot how we got to Argentinian soccer. Protect from Chivas. Oh, because they're playing. Remember playing. And, and Yeah, playing. friendly.
1: Friendly. Friendly yeah. game. You right. Think, you, think, you, think, you
2: think Almeida's going to be there tomorrow?
1: Man, he, uh, is they're just, playing uh, the Galaxy, so he's. they he think might. he's going to be in LA. The San Jose will be playing the Galaxy. Oh, they, they are? I think tomorrow, yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know.
2: No, they don't play man. tomorrow. Wait. No. Nope. No, you're right. They play at ten o'clock. Well, seven o'clock your time.
1: Yeah, they're playing good. Uh, he has the team playing pretty good, and he has them in the qualification. Yeah,
2: they're in sixth place.
1: Yeah.
0: And that was well, after that, a really slow start too. So that, yeah. that, that's even more impressive.
1: Well, he yeah. went he went four games without winning, and one no. of the last games was like a five zero goleada, where you I mean, had so Mati means- face palming. <laughs>
2: That means that he, since then, has only lost once, because they are six four and six.
1: Yeah, it, it could be difficult to bounce back from from you know that that type of um, when you get that many bad results. Oh yeah, it was one guess, of them uh, being uh, was a was goleada. Against,
2: uh, Los Angeles LAFC. and he and he just picked up his boy Carlos Fierro.
1: It, it did. I am I am a fierro believer. But I think he's Carlos Teflon. Cause every time we think his career is over, this guy just bounces back, man. I, I think, think
2: I, uh, I think he'll do well in in uh MLS.
0: It'll help him get his confidence back. I mean that's um
2: uh, He's he's, he's one a of very, his last chances. He's very uh, uh chance. his game is very like based on like speed and physicality. Uh, so I think I think that'll suit him. Plus, he already knows the Matias system. You know who I thought was, would maybe go there was was uh, Yair Fededa because apparently she uh, was bought out his card, or he bought out his card, or something like that. Or they so he was a free agent essentially. Um, so he was free to sign with whoever. So I, I was there maybe. Maybe he'll go play with Mati in, in uh San Diego, but he he just signed with Queretaro
1: today. He did. Uh, well, I don't know what they're looking for. Maybe they they just needed strikers.
0: So I I have to ask. Uh, you know, is 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 this Igueta thing? Is is it a good thing for Chivas, or is it a bad thing?
2: For me, it's a good thing. I I hated him. I hated him because with the fire hard. of a, of
0: a thousand suns.
2: Yes, <laughs> like there's like there's only like a, I mean no there isn't there's more than a lot of people but it's sports wise it's like him, Jed York, the 49ers
0: owner. So if you were Arya, they would be on your list.
2: They would be on my list, definitely be on my list. One and two. Um, just I've always thought he was a liar. I, I I always thought he was the type of guy to throw you under the bus cuz he I saw him throw Matias under the bus uh and I hated that instead of making this team stronger when you know after we won he was pretty much you know t- picking 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 the team apart and like selling players that were you know key pieces so Yes, I get it. The team has been has had financial issues, but there's just certain guys that you don't sell. One being Pizarro. You just you just don't. You right. don't that's not that's not everyday talent that you get,
0: especially um, at a team like Chivas.
1: Yeah, but, but you know the the rumor is that Chivas never truly owned Pizarro. That they still owed money to Pachuca, so that they had to sell him to pay it off. And and I think that was part of the reason, uh, cause they were they were in heavy debt. So uh, to me, that was one of the big reasons why they had to keep selling players to just, cause they didn't want to be in in, uh, in the red. And I think that, and and if we look at chiwas history, just going back, they never been able to hold on to a, a extremely competitive team for a long time. Any team as soon as it's gotten pretty big they've sold off all the players and then uh try to start all over again so we saw it with super chivas way back in the early 90s oh, we yeah, saw I it well just really quick uh that's when the promotora so was running through. the team and they they brought in all these
2: well, that's All the, that's the 80s team right
1: no, no, no. Promotora yeah. came in in uh, the 90, 90s, like 90, yeah, yeah, yeah. 94, 95, and that, uh, they, that's when they call them Super Chivas because they, they opened the coin purse, and they paid all this money to bring in like Misal Espinosa. It, it was
0: the Liga MX version of Los Galacticos.
1: Yeah, yeah, for the Mexican. Oh, yeah,
0: when but they got then, El Mocillo
1: and No, 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 that. Mosillo didn't come until like 2000-something. This was no. like mid 90s. Yeah, Pelaez,
2: Pelaez. Didn't they bring Pelaez Pelaez
1: also 2000. You're you're mixing the time zones. <laughs> you're going. Uh, no, Pelaez and Luis Garcia came in. Came the in the late uh, 90s. The late
2: 90s. They played. They played the 98 final.
1: Oh, they came at the end. You're right. They came at the end of that though, because that's when when a uh, promotora was leaving. Yeah, they came at the end. It right. wasn't, uh, wasn't the, I one stand he the, the
0: super the more, signings. It was,
1: yeah. yeah, he, yeah, they they brought him in, and he was and at the time him. like cause he was a seleccionado, and at the time he was one of the top prospects for he could Mexico. Been. So to bring him in was a big, it was a big coup. Uh, but yeah, and uh, also el emperador, right there. That's like they almost equivalent of signing in Rafa Marquez, you know, from Atlas. You saying like this this uh, the difference was they got him from Pumas, but yeah
2: but yeah <sighs> i'm I'm happy that he's gone i think uh I think he wanted to be too much in the spotlight, I think he wanted he wanted
0: oh yeah, he wanted everything. all all the credit for everything yeah. he didn't didn't accept any of the blame for Another for the
2: blame, yeah, and I think he was a detriment to the team he was he was toxic, and that's, that toxicity you know. Was transferred to ownership to the to the team itself to players, and it's it, it's hard to for an organization to run like that when at the top if you if all the way at the top you're toxic it just trickles down, and at, at, as we've I don't know if you guys heard to the she was an author podcast uh, when uh, the guys, the other guys that I podcast with they actually sat I, with you know that with Tom. They sat with Tom Marshall, and Tom basically was telling them how Iguera had all the reporters in Guadalajara in his pocket.
1: They burned so. their stories. Yep.
2: <laughs> you, <So. yeah. laughs> uh
1: No, no, that's true. I, I did actually, uh, I did listen to that. I did listen to that show because I know uh, two of those guys had gone to Max. They had gone to catch one of the games. And uh, they were talking about their trip.
0: Yeah. yeah. So does and... so, so the Chivas and Lote podcast end like in like near fistfights? I mean, I would I would hope it would.
2: No, <laughs> it's more like a giant love fest most of the time. That's
0: so disappointing. I mean, what's the <laughs> point of talking Chivas if 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 you're not gonna if you're not gonna duke it out?
2: I mean, the, thing is, the thing is, we all have we all hate the same things equally, so. Hey, it, but you it's know... Not like, you... It's not like when hang, I talk with Joel and Joel loves Higuera <laughs> and I hate Higuera. It's not it's I don't not
0: like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fake news, man. Not <laughs> the only
0: one that, that loved Higuera, I think, was hey. uh, was Camille And
1: When we say about the levels, uh, what level of hate are you in Higuera, he's blocked me from his Twitter. <laughs> he blocked me like years ago, like Almost as soon as he came in, man, he blocked me. Um, no, yeah.
0: I, well, he was, I, he was, I, he was brought in to, to destroy from within. Yeah. You get it. Cause, cause he, he was, I mean, he was in bed with the enemy probably you know, you, cause you don't, you know, you know, being in America for an America front office guy is, is like being with the agency. If you don't ever leave, you, it just, you need to be, you, 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 will get that call one night, Mr. Black. Um, <laughs> T- and you gotta go do what you gotta
1: go. Uh, now you gotta play that X file yourself clip. <laughs> huh? That's, yeah, uh, man. We, hang on, hang on into territory.
0: Let me see if I can find it. Hang on, <laughs> I, I right here. El America uh, man, es I, una
1: mierda. I, oh. I did it again. I
0: did it again. I keep, <laughs> keep playing the wrong clip. I do that every week. It's just it's very, it's very, <laughs> it's very uh, you know. You know the, 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 I, I, This is this is you know, this is my only spy stuff. I have the what I do have. Are a very particular set of skills. Anyway, so. So get a good move for Chivas. Uh, and then, then I'm, so do, do we have confidence in, 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 in Amaui? Or is he going to bring in somebody else?
2: I think he brings, I mean, there's already been talk, but I think he's going to bring in somebody to handle the finances, somebody to handle the sports.
0: So he's going to let professionals run his team. Yeah. The
1: the big, the big name is uh, Jorge Urdiales? who who was uh he was one of the guys responsible for for Monterrey for the Rayados right the one that was um, under Vuce that won all those turn campeonatos and and there's talk that he might come in to to uh, help with the finances cuz uh they're saying that one of the things Chihuahua wants to do is sell the so TV rights in the U.S., not just for English, but also, I mean, not just for Spanish, Spanish but, also, but English. also English. Yeah. And so that would be interesting if that does happen. Um, and he he had given an interview because I was, I was, I heard the rumors. I started digging around. Let me see what, if there's any connection, like why is he being named? And he had been in Guadalajara well Puerto Vallarta uh, October of last year. So he he uh, he was in a conference, like uh, like one of like those expos.
0: Well is isn't okay? Puerto Vallarta like the Hamptons of
1: of, of Guadalajara. Uh, that Rigo would know with his
0: Rigo. VIP I passes mean it is Rigo. It's, it's, it's the it's
1: the beach it's,
2: it's the, the beach it's, you go it's, to. It's the getaway. It's the getaway. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So and and he was interviewed and he was talking about like, you know, how Chihuahua shouldn't be struggling financially. How the team is, how the team is um, making a big mistake by not letting people attend the training sessions, which it was something they said was the team uh, stopped doing a few months ago. Well, going back to 2018. Um, so he was giving all these, uh, you know, he he was just giving his point of view that the, it's an informador. If you guys wanna Google that. Uh, you could just put Jorge Urdiales Chivas and that's pretty much you're going to have his, his whole interview, which is very interesting. I should so, have had it with me. So
0: it, it's, gonna it's, it's not going to be Mourinho then?
1: No, not, not yeah. Mourinho, but so there's talk of that guy. So who knows? And then there's of, uh... if
0: Urdiales doesn't work out, is is Mourinho second on the list?
1: No, no, yeah. it's not, There's not that type of money.
0: No.
1: Uh, yeah, the other name which got dropped again was Nestor Ugh. just to do the sporting side. So, it's but I, I don't guy. know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. His, His also um, his, uh, his cousin, Yayo de la Torre, he also, his name has also been in the rumor mill.
0: There's there's too many de la Torre's involved in Mexican soccer, I think. They just need to have a, the, my my have only a, thing
2: a... my only thing is uh, uh what will Amauri do once when the team starts playing back?
0: Can can we'll, we call him Mori? Or are we, are we allowed to call him Maury?
2: I think we should call him Mori.
0: I think we should too.
2: And uh if he, is he going to react like uh uh Chale Iglesias from <laughs> I mean, this is already true, is already cool. The Um uh, but is he going to act like that and start, you know, firing people as soon as the team starts playing bad or the team is not doing well?
0: Yeah, and... you know, it's gonna be an, an interesting, uh it's going to be an interesting experiment to see how he does react because if he, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe the, the lesson that, that he's learned is, you know, maybe this long term thing actually works, so maybe let's, you know. So if if we'll we'll see what what school he belongs to like
1: well, his, said,
0: his, after Chivas is playing.
1: He, he belongs to the movie school, Yon. Uh, if if you guys yeah, uh, film school. Yeah, this guy you could you could do they have a, a do they have a,
0: a Johann Cruyff course at the at, at the film school? <laughs> no, but, sure. but uh,
1: he has he has like you could look up Amari in IMBD, and you'll see like all the stuff he's worked on. So that's—I'll say—that's that, say that's his passion with movies. So then
0: why doesn't he bring in Chivo and uh, and, and Gonzales and to run the team then? <laughs> think of how beautiful no, the promotion. No, no, he he worked.
1: If, he if worked it, with Guillermo worked. del Toro and Hans Labyrinth. Yeah.
0: But but think how beautiful if, the, uh, the the spots would be if if, if they brought in uh, Chivo uh, and, uh, Gonzales Inieritu to you know to to, to, to do the promotion for the for the team.
1: To, whoa, the, isn't Iñárritu, uh is he a Cruz Azul fan? Is he? What, who did the Roma? Was he, um, that
0: was uh, Cuaron.
1: Oh, never mind. Never mind, too. I know one, one of the Iñárritus, one of the Iñárritus was with working with FMF.
0: Yeah, he was the the Arbitros. Nacionales.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah, I don't know how that happened, but there you go. I don't know. I, mean, I remember
0: when they had him uh, when they were at the Pre Olimpico in uh, 2012, and Gonzalez uh, and the 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 FMF guy, had his brother in the in the luxury box, and his brother was just looked like he was at like just the greatest time in the world. He was just totally soaking it in. He's like, man, I'm at a soccer game, and you know, <laughs> and he looked like he was like the biggest fan. It was it was great. It was uh, it, it, it was definitely a good look uh, for the director. Oh man.
1: No, I think I think right now Amadi he's like a old man when the old man took over. He didn't know about football. Uh best he could do a surround himself with people that you know, they know the business uh and and has, learn has
0: has the phone has the phone rang from for, for, for either of y'all?
1: Has, oh no nah, man, no
0: has Amadi come calling, Rigo? No, not yet. I'm waiting. Okay.
2: At least for his English for his English uh, speaking podcast. Sure. The official, the official Chivas English speaking podcast.
0: The official, the, the
2: Chivas yeah. del Norte. The official Chivas del Norte podcast. I mean, I I I hope he's smart with the with the business side of least. Like him going after, you know, not only Spanish but English uh, broadcasts. I think is smart. I mean, he should like try to reach out to ESPN Plus or something.
0: Wow. he should just reach out to like Fox. Or Fox. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Fox. Um I mean, they need they need programming and they could put it on English and Spanish. You know, Fox Deportes would make a killing if they had if I said if you don't have Fox Deportes, well guess what? You can watch it on FS one. You know, in English with uh, Rodolfo Landeros.
1: And and our very own Jaime Landeros.
0: That's right. That's right. They have the Landeros, the Landeros boys. He's on F S one? No, he's not. Uh, Rodolfo <laughs> is. Uh, Rodolfo's on. Yeah, he's he's a fox talent. No, L- L- L-
2: Rodolfo, yeah.
0: Yeah. Not, uh, not, not,
1: not Jaime. No, Jaime takes pictures. He's uh That's right. Yeah, he's a photo guy.
0: So then, so then, uh, so it sounds to me, and 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 I know that Joel hasn't quite gotten there yet, but it sounds to me, uh, Rodrigo, like you're a little, you're a little more bullish on uh, on Chivas' chances this season.
2: I don't know. I uh, I think the team can play well. I just don't think we have uh, the depth to go along to go into the season and, and make the playoffs. Although, well, uh, I, although, I was, although I was looking at the schedule and it, it's very it's very top heavy in, in the beginning where with all the good teams, and then towards the end we play like Juarez and, and you know the the so the called
1: easier teams. So yeah, and then- there's some accessible home games, too.
0: You know what? I'm, I'm impressed. For someone who doesn't... Uh, says they don't have time or just, they just don't get into it. You sure do know a lot about Chivas. It cracks me up.
1: I Well, I mean, I still keep up with them and I do my homework. Doing.
0: doesn't watch the games.
1: <laughs> I just don't. I check the pre-game. I check the, game,
2: I check the post-game. This is at the stat box. <laughs>
0: Read the Twitter while it's happening.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, depending depending on who you follow, it could be good, it could be bad.
0: So, so what's going to happen to to Chivas fans if 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 uh, if the, if the, Goldinas, the championship if if, if if the Goldinas kid that they, they just loaned Leon blows up? his crazy. Ten goals <laughs> like JJ Macias? <laughs> I mean, is it uh, well? I, I know I know how how uh, certain group of fans would uh, would. Uh, would react to it. <laughs> but um
2: uh, I mean I don't understand why they didn't keep him. <laughs> I really don't. I don't think he was he's like the most talented striker on the team, but I thought he, he you know, whenever he came in he played well. Um I I just feel like under also that that whole the whole two two uh seasons under the you just you kind of got to throw him out the bag. Cause did he
0: play with one striker or with two?
2: He played with two strikers, but it was more of like a one would sit behind the other.
0: Oh, okay. Like a withdrawn striker? Yeah. Did she have, have the players to run that?
2: Did they or, or do they now? Did they? Uh,. They did, but just the way the team was lined up, you, there was always that big gap between the because he played a four-four-two, so in the middle, the what well, was it four-four-one-one? Was in the middle, the two center back, the two midfielders were like defensive, so there was always that big gap missing in between the two midfielders and the right. the, the, the striker that was behind, which was always Pulido. Uh, and just, there just wasn't enough in the midfield. Um, that's why I thought they should have switched formation, but he just kept going same thing every week. Um, so I, I do like what I've seen with, with Tomas Boy, at least the changes that he has made have been better. Uh, but I, I have no idea what's going to happen now with you have Julido, Orbelin, I mean, Orbelin, Oribe and, uh, Alexis Vega. Okay. I have no idea who's, who's going to play. I mean I guess competition creates uh you know the the, the, the cream rice to the top. But again I, I just don't f think just do the team has the depth at least in the midfield or in on defense to uh for those late season runs.
0: So I'm I'm not uh listening because it's on, but uh I'm watching Alice Deportes. They uh, have Tomas Boy's talking about his preseason and the little graphic they had a little quote about what he said about Oribe says Oribe tiene un liderazgo ejemplar. So, yes,
1: agreed, agreed,
0: Agreed 100%. So, right off the bat, that's uh, uh a big positive for Chivas and that the you know,
2: you know, I'm not against the Oribe thing. Cuz he's an americanista. I was against the Oribe thing cuz he's just 35 years old.
0: Who cares?
2: And But my thing was that this team needed defense.
1: Rigo, yes. one day you're going to be 35. I am. Th- that's,
2: next month I'm going to be 35. You're
1: <laughs> not going to feel the same way, mate.
2: I, I already don't feel you, the same way.
1: You're going to go somewhere and you'll be like, Rigo's 32, old. <laughs> what are you doing in this high school party?
2: <laughs> I went to go play the other day and I had to stop with like 10 you... minutes left because I was in pain. Um...
0: What position did you play?
2: Normally, when I go play pickup, I'll play like uh, like left wing. Uh, Cause I'm not normally an offensive player, so I just I'm playing pickup, so I'm like whatever. But when I normally play, I play center back or like left back or right back.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, but
2: uh, I have a I have Achilles tendonitis, and uh, I was good for about 40 minutes, and then in the last 10 minutes, I was just in pain, so. I... When do I, I had the timeline.
0: Achilles tendonitis that I that I acquired celebrating the Rafa's goal, I was <laughs> uh, one. I wish I was kidding. In in in, in, Leip- in uh, was it Leipzig or Dresden? No, it was Leipzig.
2: In, in, in Germany. Oh, against Argentina.
0: Yeah, uh, I jumped. I was jumping <clears throat> so much that, that I I hurt my I hurt my Achilles. But uh,
2: but yeah, that's my that's my biggest gripe. But I just felt like we need like I what pissed me off about letting, pa- Pereira go was that we that's a position of need for the team. When we have a, a starting center back that's not in the game because of a red card or an injury, it's severely evident on the field, and it's like we're playing a man down because the replacements are that bad. Uh, which, but but I'm, um... talking about, I'm, I'm talking about Marin and Basulto. They're just terrible.
1: But if it's um, true that the fans, not the fans, but the players, ask for for Pereira to be taken out, then it's you know there's not much you could do then, at that and point. It,
2: it, it also goes to the whole Jose Luis Higuera controlling the media in Guadalajara. It's just yeah. like, there's just like, there's like you have to believe like half of what you hear. Uh, but I mean, if they bring if they if they do bring. <laughs> If they do bring Pollo Briseño, then great. You know, that's, that's three good center backs. Um, but if they don't, then I, I feel like we're we're still not uh, complete. We also don't have a left back. Our right back situation yeah. isn't great. Um, those, I thought, were areas of concern the team really needed. And uh, I mean, obviously, you need to score goals,
1: too. Yeah, Maori did say that they were still looking to get at least two more players. But I think that's where, when you have someone that, that's good at negotiating, uh, I think that's where they play a key role. When they could, they could make those deals and find those players for you. Cause I, I don't think he got out was ever that guy, even though he did bring good players, but he didn't pay the iron price. He was never able to, which is one of the things I liked about Nesto. He didn't have to break the piggy bank. He, you know, when he built the squad, he didn't spend that much money bringing in players like Pereira and, and Nalani. If, if Nestor
0: had the budget, though, he would absolutely... Break the bank. Break, break the bank. He just didn't have we, the
1: oh. Nestor. No, but even even when you go back to when Chivas was doing good and they brought like Bofo and Caramona, you know, they never they never went to that. Chivas ended up playing, you know, because under Higuera, when, when he built that team... That ended up winning the Doblete and the other cups. They were at like sixty million. They were like the third. They had like the third highest, uh, the third most expensive squad. So he was
0: basically building a team with somebody else's money.
1: (laughs) Well, borrowed. I don't know. I don't know what they were putting. They, you know, I don't know what they were putting up. You know. Right. but yeah, that was, that was one of the, that was the thing about Higuera. He would bring players, but he was, he was just paying a lot of money for them. Even like Gullit, he was just paying a lot. Uh, Group of Pachuca seems to have just taken him to the bank a few times, took him to the cleaners. And, uh, and now, you know, and Enrico, now that's something that I haven't heard, but now that Higuera's gone, uh, Cause he was the main guy negotiating with Grupo Pachuca, we have to wonder if, if um, if the J J Mac deal goes through. But didn't
2: didn't uh wasn't the relationship soured after the whole uh, World Cup thing?
0: No, I mean they just you talking about Leon and and Guadalajara,
2: Grupo Pachuca.
0: Oh, no, it, but that's with uh, with with Exfuto, isn't it? Not with Guadalajara.
2: No, so well, supposedly Guadalajara was going to be the, the 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 deciding vote. Oh, for, for the TV the TV rights, yeah. And and supposedly Grupo Pachuca had already gotten the yes from Guadalajara, and you know, last minute, I guess Guadalajara made a deal with Televisa, and they backed.
1: What what Televisa, Televisa showed Televisa kind of had. Chivas by the balls, they were like uh, <clears throat> some negotiating deals with Chivas had to renegotiate and sign with. They ended up giving a free the free television rights to Televisa for uh, signing with Teva Azteca They they renewed with UDN and then they were like, and and now we're gonna show your games, but for free. So yeah, they pretty much, but they did it to. Televisa to Group Pachuca too when they were they were starting to expose uh you know, some of the shady dealings with the with um the government for land grand Lands. uh am I saying it right, Yon? Land grant. Yes, and uh, other stuff like that. So those guys had to be like bent the knee and be like, Okay, uh I guess you could keep showing <laughs> you could keep the contract for the next four years or eight years I think it is. Um, I, I yeah I do think it soured a bit, but you still saw some some uh, some deals happen, which was and they still had deals
0: happen with Leon, yeah, and they just had the Godinez go to Leon too. So they're they're still talking. The question is is with with this guy gone, I mean, is that, was he the main point of contact here, or was there, or there, is that relationship going to continue? Because it seems to be pretty reasonable for both. Small. You know, I'm not sure why they keep blowing out all these promising players and then have them blow up elsewhere. So here's my – so if if that happens, aren't aren't you supposed to bring the guy back?
1: Off loan? Yeah. Yeah. Macias? So so why is it Macias? Macias, 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 It it
2: was a a one-year loan.
1: Yeah, one-year loan. It's a one-year loan with an option to buy, and the option is –
2: to me, the Macias thing was a combination of, of uh, Higuera and, and and Cardoso. Cardoso didn't like him. I mean, obviously, there were some issues in locker room, but Cardoso didn't like him.
1: But I heard that it was like the the teammates that, that pretty much conditioned Cardoso to get rid of him. Kind of the same with Roy I mean, was... and Haif.
0: <clears throat> yeah, maybe the player just didn't want him around. Maybe it was too much of a. Too much of a yeah, because
1: they said there was a couple of guys, and especially uh, guys that were that were um, influential, that were like, "Hey, we don't like this dude." And and then the the there was the story on Cota, so because Cota knew him, and supposedly he told he told the people in Leon like, "Yeah, this dude could come off as being conceited, or or you know." But he's he's talented, and if we could, if we help him out,
0: you you, he's you say be you, you say that's I like that like that's a problem. I don't. <laughs> I'm
1: paraphrasing. Oh, okay. I, I don't I don't have a problem. I'm just paraphrasing. All right. Does right. right. <laughs> that hit close to home, Yon? <laughs> um,
0: Ati leche y galletas para todos. Yes.
1: <laughs> so. So that's that's yeah that's that's the difficult thing with Chivas where it's like so much fuckery going on. It's hard to pinpoint where exactly the problem is, you know. With with a lot of like these bad dealings, like it's 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 just difficult because there has been too many people there. Uh, so if,
0: if Chivas was Westeros, who who just got axed? With, with, with the with hand of the king? king?
1: <laughs> he would be like the Littlefinger. Uh, yeah. That's say, uh...
2: Littlefinger. So Littlefinger when he was... You uh... know, we're not really the Lannisters, because Lannisters are evil, and they always pay their debt. Right. Um. Is she with the Starks? They well obviously... I mean I'm asking I mean the if the
0: if the Chivas organization. I'm not saying Chivas are this, I'm just saying the organization was yeah. so I guess the, the Vergara's would be the Starks. See la la La, la is uh is Daenerys. We we haven't seen him go crazy yet. <laughs> it's uh um. It's definitely, you know, I did find it interesting. I know that people had a, a big bitch about the writing of Game of Thrones, but I did find it interesting that that, that, that after all the crap, it ended up being Sansa. They got they got everything she wanted.
2: I mean, I felt like she she was the one that played the game exactly. at the end. That played the game the best. Right. I was surprised that she didn't she didn't uh, try to go for the Iron Throne herself. Like stand up and be like, you know what? I'll be the I'll be the queen of the Seven Kingdoms. I was a surprised that absolutely nobody in that little council they had brought up the fact that Jon Snow was the rightful heir to the throne. Not a, not a single person. And that goes back to the bad writing. So.
0: Did I lose you guys? No, 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 you you, um, a, you you actually just blew my mind. Honestly, <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I mean, I was like, I was waiting for somebody to be like, you know, well, John is the son of the. Well, Rainbow I think Prince. the
0: reason that the reason that it didn't come up was that Grey Worm was about to go medieval on all of them if, if if he doesn't if he didn't get. Uh...
2: I mean, I I also think like once Grey Worm leaves, uh, you can just tell John to stay. Right. And then like, what's great, we're going to turn around and like now they have the city and they have control of the city. There's no way they're going to they're going to attack King's Landing if the Seven Kingdoms are you know, unified. Uh, There's a lot of plot holes. I mean, I'm I'm sure that the ending that George is going to give us is Bran as the king. I just feel like the way he gets there is going to be a lot different than the way we got here. Uh, I also I, I saw an interview with Miguel Sapochnik about how in uh, the battle for Winterfell he wanted to kill off half of the pretty much half of the uh, the cast of the cast in the first ten minutes, right? And there was also going to be a direwolf, like a, a pack of direwolves, were going to fight the undead dragon, right? Uh, and Dan and Dave pretty much mixed it. They were like, "No, we're doing it this way." Which, I mean, I, I think.
0: Well, I have to admit, my, the, the the biggest bitch I had about the whole show was that they didn't end with that because they started with it. Yeah, it made so much more sense to end it that way.
2: But wait, part of me thought that what was going to happen was they were going to lose the Battle of Winterfell. And a lot of them were going to die, but they were going to, because Winterfell had like tunnels, they were going to escape and they were going to head down to King's Landing and the major battle with the Knights King was going to be in King's Landing. Um, and at the same time, the power plays would happen. There. <laughs> uh, but it didn't happen. I just, the, the I mean, I, there was just so much stuff that I felt it could have been done so much better.
0: Right. Well, you know, a lot of times in a show, I mean, I mean, I know that people want to point fingers at the two guys, but a lot of times when you see stuff, especially when when shows kind of outlast their welcome, you but know, I felt like I, this one
2: had it. I felt like this was one of those shows that had not. I felt like they they didn't want it to. They, I felt like Dan and Dave did. I mean, obviously they got the Disney contract for Star Wars, but I also felt like they didn't want it to go into like a walking dead type of thing where it's like, okay, you know, wrap it up. I felt like here like they were trying to wrap it up too quickly and there was still so much time. There was still so much story to tell. Right. And
0: uh and uh Let's see here's here's what you do is, is is that you leave the audience hanging.
2: And then you do a movie say, down the road it, exactly. Yeah like I think Deadwood is doing that now.
0: Well, that would oh. are, they already did their movie.
1: It was, it was, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, I never watched that show, but
1: it was a great show. How, uh, how do we get to Game of Thrones? I don't know. Oh, I was, we're, okay. and, Game and of we're Thrones.
2: The to- and we're, enjoying the, <laughs> we're enjoying the talk.
0: Was, uh, <laughs> we just went from um, if, if Chivas were Westeros, who was? Uh,
1: oh, that's the, right. Well, what my call? My, my, yeah. My you my said phone powered off at that point.
0: You said you said Littlefinger. Is what yeah, said. he seemed um, like
1: one of those scheming guys. You don't think uh, you don't think he's going to get far, and then he he does end up getting far because he he to his credit he wanted
0: see I see he him wanted
1: poor, to is, own a team. Huh?
0: He won Greyjoy. That's who I saw, I saw him as. You're
1: no, but, on? But, You're on, yeah. But, Actually, but I, I mean, like he,
0: the analogy
2: that Boyle is making right now.
1: Yeah, oh. well, because you cause get we haven't you know. That's not the last of him, you know and and he he had been he trying to
2: pick.
1: yeah exactly that's that's uh he was trying to get into football and he, he owned he owned uh Javaris for one day, the deal fell through, and then he he came close to owning queretaro, his cousin and I forget his name, his cousin was a president for a time, and um so he was just trying and trying and he, he bought um yeah, I always forget the name. Uh, what is the team he owned? Um, Colibri? Something. No, not, not Colibri. Something.
0: Oh, Tepec. Uh, Coras, the Tepec.
1: Coras, de exact. Yeah, that's the, that's the team he ended Which up begins, buying. The yeah, they bought the franchise, and but direct, I
0: mean... Michel never never clarified how it happened. I, it, well, that's a funny that's story. It didn't tell the story.
1: <laughs> but, but you know... It shows like improvement on his part because it's a big it's a big uh, difference from Coras to to Zacatepec, which is just more history and whatnot.
0: I am and, I am waiting for the day when Zacatepec can come back so we can all go down and watch a game there, and then, and then go hang in Tequesquitengo for the for the for the rest of the weekend.
1: Yeah, and and yeah, they're and they're one of the teams, and he's. He's the owner, half, well, half owner, I believe. So I, I do think we might see Gera. I don't think that's the last of him. I think he'll 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 find a way to pop back up somewhere.
0: So if if Nestor then joins Chivas, would that be what his like fifth or sixth or seventh or eighth or ninth? What what etapa? He's 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 he's, he's becoming uh, the, the he Cabezon was a player,
1: Luna,
0: the Cabezón Luna of, uh, of of Chivas.
1: No, right. he was he was a player, and then as GM, Sorry, is, but, it would be his third.
0: So it would be a Tapa one was a player. Was he ever a, an assistant coach or anything? Not that I remember. It's a bit before GM. my
1: time. I know Chepo was assistant, but uh, I don't know much about Nestor.
0: Where's Chepo these days?
1: He, he was he on the, the
0: other day. Yeah. Well, That's yeah. right. He, he and Hugo were talking, right?
1: Yeah, well, talking hey, about the national okay. Rigo, did you see how they kept hinting that he had uh, money?
2: <laughs> that he had no money?
1: Old no, man. that he had money. He had good oh. money. It yeah, was like, man. you could just buy this. And he was just, Nestor was like that. Yeah. He was just, you know, seemed, seemed uncomfortable. I
0: don't think Nestor has anything to worry about.
1: No, his last...
0: I think Nestor could have not gotten into coaching. I think he would have been just fine.
1: His, his, uh, just from when he got kicked out of Chivas... His payout was like over three million.
2: They're dad for Chivas, right?
1: And that's on top of his payout from from Selección.
0: So uh, what what's the deal, Rigo, with, uh, with 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 the Red Sox and the Yankees playing in London? I have no idea.
2: I was I was watching, I think, I'm like, where are they gonna play? Are they gonna play in a soccer stadium? They're playing
0: at West Ham Stadium.
2: That sounds like a terrible idea.
0: You're going to mess up the pitch. Yeah, well, they already have. I mean, it's got a big dirt thing in the middle. I mean, at the very least, if you're, if you're going to do that, just do like the little squares of the of the dirt, not the whole. And, and, just, just, and just
2: leave the grass.
0: Yeah. the team. that used to just have the grass back in the day.
2: Wasn't there a team that just had the grass? No, uh, no dirt.
0: Uh, not I that I remember. remember. I
2: mean, I don't they used remember.
0: to have an astroturf. Well, on the astroturf fields, it was just it was just the little. Instead of the whole thing, it was the uh, whole infield was dirt. It was just around the bases. That was it. So I mean, a lot of, a lot of stadiums had that back in the day. I don't know, maybe, maybe I don't know why they're
2: uh, they're reaching out to London. They should have done it like in, in like Central America or like exactly. where
0: like the Dominican Republic or in San Juan? Yeah, or, you know, places that we would actually we want to want people to see. that
2: people, people that love baseball.
0: You know what I've never understood about about the professional baseball? You know they have the Serie del Caribe. Yeah. Which is why doesn't the Major League Champion play in that? I don't know. they do like why 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 don't they do like a Champions League for for baseball? I mean, how cool? Maybe would
2: Maybe maybe it's in their collective bargaining cause it's in the winter, isn't it?
0: Yeah. But how cool would that be?
2: It would. Well, they, don't they do the World Series? The World World Series? That's, well, they,
0: but that, that's like quote unquote national teams. They do that every four, or four or five years. I forget how, but 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 you know, for for club teams, why don't I mean?
2: And that would, it, like but like,
0: yeah. I mean, I this,
2: go ahead. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I was gonna say at the same time. Don't some of those players also play in? Uh, like, don't don't the, the Caribbean teams pick up pick up players from the major leagues to play with them? For Serie del Caribe.
0: Well, sure, they but I'm, 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 I'm talking about one team. Well, I mean, then you know the yeah, player yeah. Has a choice. I mean, they. Believe me, there are plenty of Dominicans to go around for, for for, for, for all for all of the you know and, and Puerto Ricans and and Mexicans et cetera. So, I, I just think it, I, I think it'd be a really really cool, uh, yeah, like, and I think it would be it'd be a great way to catch someone's attention like in February, you know,
2: like or they're while. pandering to to England and England
0: exactly even care, exactly when you you have you have a you know the baseball is so desperate. I mean the, the the market for baseball I have to think has just been has fallen off so much over the past, what, 10, 15 years? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's
2: kind of like uh, what they do for football here.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: I mean, at least at least the NFL goes to Mexico. And I think they're going to Canada soon, aren't they? I thought I heard them say they're going to Canada soon.
0: Uh, well, they've played in Toronto because Buffalo uh, is right there. Yeah, it's right there. So I know that that Buffalo's played in Toronto a few times. Let's well, other other thing it's like, how on earth could, could they could they play an NFL games in Mexico and not send the Cowboys
2: or the Steelers? Or exactly.
0: The well, they sent the Raiders a couple times, but I mean, if they, you know, what they should do is is play Cowboys Steelers in Mexico City.
2: Yeah, that would be phenomenal. I mean, it, it does get packed out, anyways. But uh, those are the two biggest teams in Mexico with the yeah. biggest fan bases. But uh, I gotta hop off there. It's one AM on the East Coast.
0: Oof. Good lord. Good Lord. Yes. We've uh, we, we haven't gone on for a while. All right. Well rigo, it's a great uh, talking to you. We'll, uh, so you you so the last very quickly before you go. Mexico, uh, Costa Rica, Mexico in?
2: Yeah, three
0: one. Three one. Yeah. Rodrigo, we will write, write that down. Rodrigo says three one. probably time for us to for us to hop off here on the Cantina Makis Podcast uh your, uh, your prediction, Mexico,
1: Mexico... I'm a copy. I'm a copy, Rigo. 3-1. Three, 3-1? One. Three, one. Yes, sir.
0: I am going to go uh, with a Mexico win, but I think it's going to be 4-2. I think it's going to be... Gonna be We're going to start seeing the... Uh, the, the Raul Jimenez show is going to start... Uh, it's going to start against Costa Rica. Because uh, I think that his... That his, his his play is going to become a little, the, the focus on him is going to be a little bit more, uh, He's going to be a little bit more
1: intense, I think, and he's going to be the one who makes
0: things happen for Mexico. So I do think it's going to be 4 2. We've had a couple of guys fall off, so a good opportunity for me to uh, say good night. We do appreciate y'all who have stuck around with us listening to you here on the Cantina Mix podcast. Went over a lot of things tonight. It was a, uh, a bit of an interesting show. Uh, my name is John Jagu for Juana SMS and for Ayala. I will uh, talk to you guys next week.
1: We have a lot to talk about next week as well. Thanks very much for listening. Bye-bye.